have a lot in common, some really similar experiences, and some wildly different ones. We met because of beer. We bonded over comedy. But maybe the thing we love most is bread. And each other. Oh, do we though? Whatever. You know you love me. How about you just pass the bread? Uh, I'm just worried this isn't entirely baked through is my main concern with this bread. I mean, it looks Ooh. delicious. It uh, looks baked oh, through to me. Okay. All right. Looks like it's got a nice dampness to uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. I'd say moist, but I don't want people to crash their cars into Oh, this smell? Yeah, no. Is, this um... is, we're looking at a zucchini bread that's topped with, all I know for certain is pistachios. And you are wrong. Oh. Well, I know nothing for certain about this bread then. Uh, so the streusel topping on this is um, flour, oats, um, let's see, a little bit of melted butter, uh, cardamom, mm. turmeric, and ginger, and a That's little bit of salt. That's where the color's coming from. Yes. So, and there's... What did I chew on that was crunchy then? Not a nut? <laughs> I don't know what you well... were chewing on. Love a nut. Sorry? Love a good Was it crunch. a really toasty oat? <laughs> Must have been. Okay. Uh, it had a good bite to it. <laughs> maybe it was just very baked um, on the top. Uh, there's also cardamom and ginger in, in, the, in, the, in the bread. They're, like This is an in-depth zucchini bread. This isn't your basic garden zucchini bread. No. This is like... There were so many, like, it just kind of kept going. Like, I read the recipe before I started making it, and then I started getting into the steps, and I was like, oh, there's there's just a lot happening. Can I plate some? Please, please plate those okay. thick, thick slices. <laughs> oh, we love it thick, people. Um, do you want the end? Do you have a preference? Um, no, made I will, like, the end I'm a little worried about with the um, parchment paper. So, like, okay. let's do... Just two two let's center do pieces? Two center pieces, please. Right. That would be delightful. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Thank you. All right. This is kind of... I was also reading comments and reviews on the recipe, and they were like, the streusel topping doesn't... Oh, that's a really slender slice. I didn't cut that straight. I'm so sorry. Uh, it looks plenty thick to me. All right. Um, they were like, the streusel topping doesn't stay on the bread, and that's, that is fairly accurate. Yeah, it is a little dusty, I guess. You might describe it as, like, not like a like an apple streusel or classic, like, pecan crisp Crumbly. kind of crumble. Yeah, where it really... Um, okay, so I'll I'll just start out with the steps and like yeah, well I'm you take a put bite it in my mouth yeah I'm very but I want to bite with to the see. top and okay. the middle I'm like turmeric as a topping mm-hmm. on this bread I can smell it mm-hmm. and that's a like impactful spice so mm. what are you I'm it's not overpowering at all okay do you like it yeah it's kind of yeah it has a little bit of sweetness. Yeah. Which I wasn't expecting. Oh, there's also brown sugar in there. Okay. That's what I'm forgetting. Yes. No, it's not overpowering. It's a really nice, subtle flavor. Okay. It's not like eating straight spices. Right. So the first... And the the texture of the bread is exactly what you want because I feel like these sorts of bread, zucchini, banana, they can... There's very dry versions. There's also a really like... Like doesn't rise version. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate that. Where it's like a brick. Very dense in the wrong ways. No, this is fantastic. Okay. So the first step was like making that streusel. I did forget about the brown sugar that's in there. Mm. Um, And then you grate um, three cups worth of fresh zucchini. Mm -hmm. And um, then you put it in a kitchen towel and wring it out and get Mm -hmm. like all of the excess moisture out of there. Um, And then that is like in a bowl you add in vanilla to the zucchini because they said like you the vanilla will like before the batter yeah infused into the zucchini so the zucchini will take on the flavor 
of the vanilla a little bit more. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that was like sitting. And then I combined, um, oh, this is also really interesting. The recipe or not interesting. I'm anxious to take a bite and see what it's like, but the recipe called for a cup and a half of white sugar in the dough. Mm -hmm. And I had maybe a cup and a quarter of white sugar. I had like a little bit Mm. less. No, it's the perfect amount of sweet. Get into it. Okay. Uh, well, it's still I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, if you want to describe it more, no. Um, (laughs) so you take, uh, like in my case, a cup and a quarter of white sugar and then zest an entire lemon into Mm -hmm. the sugar and like, I can taste it. Uh huh. Like keep, um, like they were like, get in there with your hands and make sure that the zest is like absorbing like into the sugar for like a minute and you'll you can tell like the smell will change and all of a sudden it'll just be that punch of vanilla yeah that was absolutely accurate because like i could smell the lemon a little bit and then i really started just like moving it around yep and that lemon like came out and i was like oh this is no i can take the lemon and it is yeah it's like not potent it's delicious though you can really taste it because i feel like you do lose that sometimes in recipes like You'll put in fresh lemon, lemon extract, and, and then you like, I don't taste it at all. It's got it. It's got all of the flavors. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's really good. I think it's... Okay. Yeah. This all is right. a great... You know okay. me. My inclination is to be like, slab on some cold butter. And Oh, is this a <laughs> butter-free bread? It is a butter-free bread, but I would butter this bread. Um, I would also butter this bread, I think. <laughs> I mean, um, I like to butter like a banana, pumpkin. Mm-hmm, I do. Mm-hmm. That's why I have the body I have. Um, no, it's really nice. What do you think about the spices? Did you get streusel? I, I did get a little bit of streusel. Mm-hmm. I, lo- like, I love cardamom. Mm-hmm. And that turmeric is not like, because I think that was a thing like when it was cooking and I would open the oven door because would it, it was, hit you. Yeah. The yeah. turmeric would hit me. And I was like, oh, no, I think it's nice. Okay. Um, so then you have the like lemon sugar mixture in the bottom of the bowl and then add in three eggs and oil and like mix all of that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then add in the zucchini vanilla mixture to that. So you have like all of your wet ingredients together. Okay. And then um, it called for um, baking powder, cardamom, ginger, uh, a little bit of salt. And then... uh, The ginger is also interesting. mm -hmm. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, And then add in the flour like mix everything and then put it in a greased parchment lined five by nine loaf Mm -hmm. um, and put the streusel on top and then bake for, well, this is what I did. I baked for 45 minutes and then they told me halfway through to like turn the pan, Mm. like rotate it. So then I did 45 minutes on the other side. And then- That's a long time to bake. An hour and a half in the oven. I wonder why it's- At 350. Yeah, because I'm trying to think like, like we had briefly talked about like that banana bread I had made. And I think that was 55 minutes tops for that. And I feel like they're a similar like flour, fruit, vegetables sort of. And banana's even more wet. Banana's even damper. Yeah. That's the thing where like. So that's a long baking time. I know. And I'm wondering, okay, but what temperature did you bake that banana bread at? I feel like 350, 375 maybe. Then yeah, I don't know what it is about this one. Yeah, I I wonder if it's all the I wonder if zucchini just retains or puts out moisture differently. I mean, that was the thing cuz um I've never made zucchini bread before. Oh. Yeah. I have. I don't remember it taking that long to bake. Okay. Is it like a common practice in a zucchini bread to like wring out the mm-hmm. zucchini to like to get all the moisture out? I mean, wringing it out sounds aggressive, but it was definitely like <laughs> Because I would use, like, a, I typically use, you said, I think you said you shredded it. I also have one of those, like, zucchini noodler things. Oh, okay. And then I just, like, rough chop that. And just, I would just, like, soak it up with a towel, like a paper towel, not wring it out. No, they were, like, put it in the center of a kitchen towel and, like, get all the moisture out of it that you can. Hmm. And so I, like, literally, like bunched up the towel and then just started, like, turning it yeah. to get all of the water out. And it was, like... Wow. It was at least half a cup of water. Like, it was it was Shit. a lot. Yeah, because my mom made it a ton growing up, too, and I do not remember that step at all. 
my mom made a lot of zucchini things growing up too and i didn't um well this is also a thing so like i thought as a kid like i hated zucchini mm. because um there was like this one time we went to i think like my parents friend's house for dinner and they had like spaghetti with like chunks of zucchini in it Okay. And as a kid, I was like really weirded out by it. And I, you know, I did that typical thing where I was just like, oh, I'm not going to like this. Like, this doesn't look good. Mm -hmm. And then I took a bite and I don't think I liked the texture of the zucchini at all. And I like didn't like it with, you know, with the. I feel like uh, you have that also with squash, like summer squash. Yes, because there was a casserole incident Mm -hmm. uh, with summer squash. But you're, you've been helping me get over that because you've like made some squash things. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, we grew up with it a lot both zucchini and squash yeah um but then i think i like because i didn't like it it wasn't even like i didn't like the flavor because zucchini has like no flavor i think it was a texture thing but whenever my mom would make like zucchini breads or she made a lot of like zucchini muffins Mm. i would just be like no i don't like it without trying it without like really trying it um so anyway i don't remember helping her with anything like this Mm. um so i didn't really have a frame of reference but like i feel like there are so many recipes out there that are like chocolate zucchini to mask the blandness yeah i mean but no that's true because it is a pretty basic tasting and it's i feel like when i've made it it's in the similar vein of spices of usually maybe like a cinnamon or nutmeggy kind Mm -hmm. of that vein these spices are completely different than anything i've considered yeah and it's delightful it's i mean (laughs) this is good yes i'm very into this and like good I'm really happy because um, my friend Alyssa had like she grows she has her own garden mm-hmm. and uh, has some like massive zucchini right now and so she made this and sent me a picture and I was like what the fuck that's rude I want it and she was like the recipes from Bon Appetit like it's mm-hmm. really good and so um, yeah this is just as good as she described it and it's delightful oh it's great i love lemon i like it's it also feels very summery yeah the citrus adds to it too i've never had it with any sort of citrus flavor and that's a whole nother layer but it's it, all of the different flavors come through yeah you and i mean with the exception of probably the zucchini because the zucchini is pretty flavorless that just acts as a and also binding it, agent basically the bake is so good i'm gonna mm-hmm. like mm-hmm the texture that's of this what you want in a in a bread so good you want that like a little airy but just nice and wet mm. mm-hmm. yeah this was um i will definitely make this again yeah i'm gonna cut another so what did you call my piece slender <laughs> yes a slender things slender i've one. never been described as but we'll eat <laughs> I also feel like I want to like send my mom this recipe because she loves. I bet she would love this. Anything. Will she lemon. experiment with spices and stuff that are out of her comfort zone? Oh yeah. Okay. For sure. She'll like try it. She may not like it as much. Like one time, um, the one time they visited me in Nashville, I made. I think you've had this. Like um, my smoky chickpea potato stew. Oh, I think I have. Yeah. Yeah. That has like curry and turmeric mm-hmm. and like all of that stuff. And, like, she liked it, but she didn't ask me for the recipe. And, like, that's my mom's tell. <laughs> a little. Uh-huh. Yeah, my I think my parents have a similar apprehension to anything, especially, um, what's the best way to say this? Not white. <laughs> Any sort of palettes that have spice or heat or, like, I don't know that. I don't think my parent. I think my mom has enjoyed like Indian food to a degree. It has to be super mild, whatever she's gonna have. But like, I can't fathom them like openly walking into like an Ethiopian restaurant and eating with their hands. <laughs> no, no, I can't. It's just not in their wheelhouse. Oh, mm, it's Mm-mm. really good. Thank you. I am pro whatever this is. I'm gonna ask for the recipe. I know that. Ooh, hey, hey. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, you've made zucchini bread before. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Again, basic ones. I've never thought to get that creative with it. Yeah. I, like, I was really skeptical of the turmeric in the streusel. Mm-hmm. And, um... It's a really interesting, yeah, sweet, savory combination. Uh-huh. And, oh, this is, yeah, like, 
And you said you didn't even have enough sugar. No. And this and it's is a per- good sweetness. I don't, yeah. Sweeter I don't, than this would have been weird, I think. Exactly. I don't want it sweeter. You know how I feel about like super sweet. Yes. This I w- is lovely. I mean, I was worried to put the streusel topping on. I'm not going to lie. With all those spices? Yeah. I was just I love worried. a streusel topping. Like, I all love right. like a fruit crisp where it's just like brown sugar, butter, flour. Yeah. Um, well, and I was also like, it kind of feel, <laughs> I was like looking up like, I'm sure you have a zucchini bread, which is just like, yeah, it's just like a quick bread. Like it's one of those things where it's like zucchini is super easy to grow. And so people mm-hmm. always have like an excess of it. I've always had too much of it. Yeah. And so that's it's, why I started making it mostly when I was gardening. Yep. To like get rid of things. Yeah. Yeah. But, I didn't go out and buy zucchini to make bread. It was just because I had so much on hand. Yeah. Um, but this was also the kind of like interesting thing that I found out about like zucchini, which is that um, it is like native to Central America and Mexico. Okay. Um, but when um, I'm trying to think, like uh, when people came over from Europe, they took seeds the back. Original gentrification. Mm-hmm. They took seeds back to Europe, and Italy is kind of credited with. Um, the origin of zucchini and like how it's grown now and they called it like uh zucca was like i think their mm. uh word for it and so it became like zucchini and so it came back to america in like a i guess slightly different form or used in a different way than it mm. had been even though it like originated Do the original version still exist in central america that's a good question i don't know i do think I feel like zucchini is something that shows up in like Italian dishes mm-hmm. and yeah. that kind of thing. But they didn't get it until like the 16 or 1700s. Wow. So yeah, I thought that was just like kind of interesting. And it was also like a, oh, okay, you're taking this thing and Making moving it, it elsewhere. Why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's the interesting thing about Italians is like they weren't considered white in America. Until... Oh, are the Italians the one that took it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if they were like specifically. That's I don't a, feel like it, it was like Italy Spanish. conquered. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think <laughs> maybe the Spanish conquistadors. <laughs> don't blame Italy. Don't throw Italy under the bus. They just like took for- it after it came to Europe. My okay? apologies. I forget how you know much you love Italy and all all, all of those things. I was a big fan of Puerto Rico. It's just it's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's also, yeah. that's why zucchini bread essentially exists is because it grows so easily in so many like basically yeah. different climates and people just like need to do something I've with it. never had a zucchini plant fail me. Yeah. And the very first year I grew it, the, the my more recent garden, it didn't do as well because I think I, I planted it differently. But the very first year I grew it, the vines, like you know how my my backyard is the vines went all the way across the asphalt uh-huh it was like <laughs> 30 feet of zucchini it was wild and so then the second year i built a trellis and then it was like man we don't really feel like growing as well this year and they didn't really use the trellis that i built so you know really? but it's did still you essentially grew. have like a neighborhood csa for your zucchini i should have yeah i do think i probably gave away a lot of it but the zucchini is something that I love to grill it. So like the zucchini and the squash, there was always so much mm. of it that I would like rough chop it and grill it with just like olive oil and salt and pe- I don't know. I or make like a kebab out of it. Yeah. I love a summer vegetable. Uh I had a friend who like she made like the basically like rounds of zucchini mm-hmm. with a little bit of like olive oil and salt and then uh like mozzarella cheese like on top just like these like quick little bites. Oh, oh so good. I know tasty. our neighbor. We have that like neighbor across the street who's like the world's greatest redneck. <laughs> Maybe not greatest, biggest redneck, not okay. greatest. He's you know has four teeth. He's a, he's every southern stereotype. He wears overalls. He shouts on his phone all day from his back porch. Like he's a lot. But and he's the reason we built a six foot fence around our yard <laughs> because he came over and inserted himself into our gardening tactics. The whole first summer we lived nope. here. <laughs> um, but his his suggestion for preparing it was to c- cut it thin like like a coin, you know, yeah. in rounds. Freeze it. Then it gets hard. And then batter it and fry it. Oh, shit. And I think, 
I think I've also had this conversation with Allie and James after I like tried it. I think they also like to do that as like a quick, I could be forgetting or remembering that incorrectly, but he was all about like the fried. Mm -hmm. And so it it did, I don't love it. I do still prefer it like fresh or grilled, Mm -hmm. but it was sort of a nice snack and it kind of looked like if you were to order like fried pickles or something. Yeah, well, that's immediately what I thought like of. It was like a chip okay. and it like cooked down in the middle. For me, that's when it got a little too soggy. Mm-hmm. The grill keeps it a little more intact, I think. But, or even in the oven. But, yeah. yeah. No, it's a super, I put zucchini in, um, like a stir fry a lot mm-hmm. like because it's just like an yep. easy like vegetable it absorbs all of the flavor and it's just a nice filler so yeah. i do i do that quite a bit yeah i used it probably less in a stir fry but definitely in pasta dishes yeah for juniper okay especially because you know when she's not eating meat it's like you can turn anything into a weird add noodles to anything and it's suddenly a meal so i would just add different pastas to like piles of random vegetables and Call is it what in. it is. Yeah. But, yeah, this anything is... anything is good with, like, olive and salt. Olive oil and salt. That's true. It's a solid combo. You can't go wrong with it. Fat. Salt. Mm-hmm. What's the other one? Acid heat. Yeah. Those. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, this is also just really nice because, like, I haven't, I haven't wanted to eat a lot the past, like, two days. <laughs> this is uh... the first thing I've eaten in a... Mm-hmm. more than 24 hours yeah um <laughs> you know i think i think being in the pandemic for like over a year um made me forget how to like drink responsibly at multiple places uh yeah i, I broke think it did too every rule of drinking well in your 30s oh i mean i don't think you broke it there, there are no rules mm. you just had no boundary <laughs> <laughs> okay when I say rules, these are like rules for myself where I'm like, I want to have a good night. <laughs> First of all, there has to be a substantial dinner. Like there needs to be actual food. Um, That's where you and I did things differently. Basically, yes. Thursday night went astray for us. <laughs> it it went so astray. It was a journey. It was an unexpected night. Mm-hmm. So you had met up with some friends, right? I had met up with uh, my friend Megan over in East Nashville. We were trying out a new wine bar uh, that opened near Five Points. Okay. So I had had, like, I think I met her there at, like, 530, and we got a bottle of wine and a plate of fries and (laughs) five stuffed dates. That is not enough food. So for the way the rest of our night went, it, it was not. Meanwhile, across town, I was in the nations <laughs> celebrating a friend's birthday, and we ordered pizza. We ordered. Oh my gosh, we had such <laughs> such different foods. You we had ordered, actual food. Yeah, you we had like so snacks. We, our starters were four giant meatballs. That came with four triangles of bread. Stop. Then we got mozzarella garlic bread that came with dipping marinara sauce. Mm. And then we got a pizza. So we had consumed. We left there. Literally, both of us got into my car and undid (laughs) undid the top of our pants. We were like, uh... They moved their seat back. Like, literally, they, they were like, I fit in here differently when we got to dinner. Um, it was hot. It was mm-hmm. a sweaty night. It was very yep. humid. And then we met up with you at a comedy show. Yeah. Well, you had texted me earlier in the day. Because we communicated. <clears throat> and she was after like. After learning our lesson from last week. Hey. <laughs> so I'm going to check out a new show at Bode. You should come. Mm-hmm. This is your formal invitation. Yeah. And I was like, what time is it? Mm-hmm. And then it worked out perfectly with the happy hour that I had planned in East Nashville. So I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'll show up around like 830. Yeah. I didn't anticipate necessarily having half a bottle of wine. See, you also had already been drinking more because mm-hmm. I had only had, we each had one cocktail and one glass of wine. Oh, okay. And all that food. So that's why we immediately got shots of tequila at the bar? Well, <clears throat> We happened to have a, a, we knew the bartender. 
and he happily obliged us with mm-hmm. alcohol for the duration of the night for free. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so shots weren't on my list because I was also, we were going out for my friend's birthday and I was the one driving. I was going to be the responsible one, get them home safe and soundly. And then here's where it took a turn. You showed up a little bit louder than normal, a little more like, uh, what's, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what's to, the word, Kaylee? I'm trying to think of how to describe it. You were uh, maybe just more assertive. You were like, I am here. And it was like, you're here and you're a little louder than usual. And you, all you were like, and all I had was French fries. And I was like, so we're going to the bar. <laughs> walk with me i'm headed towards the bar and then without asking we were all poured shots yeah and sort of set the tone because then we got cocktails Mm -hmm. to drink during the show and then i went back for more cocktails during the show Mm -hmm. because there was definitely one comic who was just it was good you went to the bar yeah, I heard nothing but bad things about yeah. that comic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we're trying to support our local scene. He was not local. There was a guy. No, but the guy producing it just moved here from New York. Okay. And he's tr- starting Which, this whole thing. I would 100% go to that show again because the venue is great. It's great. It's a great courtyard space. It was a little too hot for me mm. to barely be able to focus. And I just was, in general, suddenly distracted by your level of buzz and other environmental <laughs> things happening. You're making it sound like I rolled in with, like, complete chaos. No, no, you didn't. But it's just I haven't seen you like that in so long. <laughs> okay, like that's it's, a, That's a rare form for both of us. Uh-huh. We don't go out and get weird. Uh-huh. Like, I think we probably have three of those nights in our entire history. Yeah. And so... It's and we just sort of fun. usually plan for them. Yes. Like we know when they're we, gonna get weird. We get intentional about like getting that way. Yep. We had both driven. Yep. We were both like I had not work planning. The next morning. <laughs> you were like, I have to get up at six AM to start something. And I was like, Oh, it's three. <laughs> um but yeah, no, you were just like, and so I kind of like leaned, I was like, this is you in rare form. Mm-hmm. And so we just sort of rolled with it and continued on. Could barely pay attention to the comedy show. I'm not going to, it was like, yeah, I had fully checked out. We were the people in the back corner that got shushed at one point. <laughs> 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 and so, of course, the move after that was to like, go to red door saloon in midtown oh no you missed you missed a place oh oh yes (laughs) yeah it was a long night okay so then the next move was the 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 friend whose birthday it was loves tequila tequila is their thing that is their jam so i had planned to go to blanco which has like all the tequilas and i was like well Mm -hmm. maybe we could do like a taster flight or whatever again anticipating only being on our third drink or something like having a drink of the show and then going there for our our nightcap that's how i thought my night was gonna go that is how you described it to me as well we showed up there and all i could say to the bartender was i need your biggest water (laughs) well no we also got there and we were like hey can we just like sit at the bar and they were like yeah we're kind of closing things down at like 11 11 i think is when they closed and we got there probably 10 45 yeah so I asked for the biggest water I could get. And then shockingly, three more shots of tequila were Just ordered. showed up. And so I stopped shooting at that point. I was sipping it Same. Slowly. I don't think I, I did not finish that one. Because I was didn't. working. No, I yeah, didn't. I was working was, on the water. And we ordered food at that point because uh-huh. you needed, you definitely needed food. Yep. Which was too much food. It ended up being too much food somehow. <laughs> The two biggest cheese crisp quesadillas I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Um, I forgot about that stop, yep. which was downtown. Then we get to... Red Door. Red Door. What time? One? No, we, well, weren't, we weren't at Blanco that long. Like, I feel like we left there at, like, 1130. Like, our food we came... We were that fast? Yeah. Our food came, like, mm. we ate. You and I were both sipping on our shot. 
We were yeah. drinking water, and then we like got out of there pretty fast because it was like dead in there. They were like starting That's true. to they clean were closing up. Down. We weren't there long. Okay. And then we get to Red Door. Mm-hmm. And who was there? Oh my God, Kyle Kinane. Kyle Kinane in the flesh. Who are we? Who we're going to see in person upon the completion of this recording? Uh-huh. Uh huh. He was there with the Booker Lucy from Nashville Zanies, and we were too drunk to be normal and had like a weird awkward like let's stand behind them and breathe on their necks but like definitely don't say hi or be normal at all yeah your your friend saved us on that one and was like let's go let's go to the porch (laughs) (laughs) so to the porch we went we didn't drink no we had to do more shots at the bar we did oh i came out of the bathroom again Mm -hmm. i didn't order uh, she's still drunk. I didn't <laughs> order a single shot. They no. were all procured, not by mm-hmm. me. So I came out of the restroom. I don't waiting. order shots. Yeah. So this was, this so, was weird. so weird. So that was whiskey, though. Yeah, because you your friend asked up. me like, "Hey, what do you like? What do you like to drink?" And I was like, "Whiskey." And so. Then they asked what you wanted, and I was like, "She will also take a whiskey because I, will I was take like, whiskey. if I have tequila more girls. tequila, I Mm-mm. I could still taste it the whole next I hate day." Tequila, ugh. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay, so then it was like whiskey and PBRs at that point, right? Yep. 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 Which I didn't finish. Yeah, we nursed those beers. <laughs> they were definitely warm, and uh-huh. I didn't finish mine when Mm-mm. we left. Mine was maybe half. So I had like definitely slowed my roll. Uh huh. And then... Oh, well, you made a new best friend out on the porch. (laughs) Please tell me she messaged you about the Enneagram. Not the Enneagram, but girl, we're connected on like a spiritual level. This girl approached us in the mo... And she was like... Sweet baby angel. So sweet. So pretty. Like, I... I... She was so pretty to me. Like big curly red hair, uh-huh. very Nashville looking. Had she had like a big on. wide brim hat yep. and a cool outfit. And she, she was also like twenty three. No, she was, was she older? she's old. She's our age. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> she mistook <laughs> me from behind. <laughs> well, <laughs> not for a man, guys. Not for a man. Not this for time. a man. <laughs> for a famous TikToker. <laughs> because <laughs> I had the same haircut <laughs> and like I turned around and she was immediately like nope oh nope you're not her um hi and then proceeded to introduce herself and the way we got to the Enneagram like part of her introduction was mm-hmm. like hi uh I don't remember her name T- Taylor it's Taylor I think yeah that's what you yeah text- it's yeah, Taylor yeah um, she was like, hi, I'm Taylor. I'm so sorry. I'm a two. And we were like, and you and I were both like, oh, you're an empath. And now you feel bad that you interrupted us, but you feel awkward. But now you have to take care of us because mm-hmm. that is your nature yep. to be, you know, this nurturing, caring person. <laughs> and she was, she had basically ditched a friend with two drunk dudes at a table behind us. And we became very bonded. Yeah. I mean, right? Is she, that how well, you would I'm, describe it? I, like, she was very, like, zeroed in on you and was just kind of, like, let me, like. She was like, very in my. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was, she was, she was into it. Um, and just, like, <laughs> like, she kept turning around to check on her friend because, you know, as she said, she's a two. She's, like, taking she care of people. She's helping her. out. But, but, like, she was very much, like, I don't want to be with those guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, they were not good guys or, mm-hmm. you know, obnoxious or annoying or drunk or whatever. Yep. As everyone there was, yeah, it was midnight. It's Red Saloon at like twelve thirty on yeah. a Thursday. Yeah. Uh huh. But she then I was like, no, no, that TikToker's definitely not me. Let me show you who I am <laughs> <laughs> to my four hundred followers. <laughs> <laughs> she added me on Instagram. I woke up to a message from her on Friday. Or Friday afternoon, I guess she sent it. Well, you, you did wake up because you definitely napped at the pool. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. We shall get there. Here, I'll just read you her message. It was very sweet. It's very on brand for her. Her name is Taylor Ryan. She's actually a musician. I believe she auditioned or was on American Idol. I don't know. Anyway, this is what her message said. To just give you a sense of, like, how lovely this woman was. 
It was such a pleasure meeting you and your friends last night. I appreciate you welcoming my awkward attempt at connecting, and I'm glad we were able to share a few laughs over my mistaken <laughs> doppelganger situation. Oh my God. Nicest so human sweet. ever. <laughs> and I was just like, you were pure joy and I loved it. <laughs> to which we, you know, we liked each other's message. Haven't spoken since. Maybe I'll hit her up. I don't know. She seems pleasant. Um, not normally the kind of person we'd hang with, but I'm open to changes. Hey. I'm in, a, I'm in a period anyone. of growth. <laughs> <laughs> me and my therapist are digging into some things that are very out of character for me. So, you know, maybe I want to be friends with nice women. I don't know. <laughs> uh, wow. All right. I just mean joyful women that would approach strangers unlike you or I. Oh, yeah, that's fair. We're cold-hearted bitches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we did mm. make best friends. But then there was a group decision made that we go to play. Was that a group decision? Because I, I don't remember making that decision. I think it was, yeah, it wasn't either of our decisions. Yeah. But it was decided <clears throat> that we go to play, which is a gay, like, dance club here. And um, the reason, I think, for that choice was we were already in it. And they were open till three. Yeah. So their last call was going to be later than anywhere else. Uh huh. <laughs> so that's what we did. And we drank there. Uh, I had like, I, I had a whiskey ginger there. Me too. That's what we did. And ordered. then I, that was like it. And I was pretty much done. Oh, there, there were shots there for me. Oh, I did not have shots there. So, ooh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The final shots of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, <sighs> I I broke every personal rule that I have for drinking, which is, one, eat a solid dinner, mm-hmm. hydrate between mm-hmm. occasional drinks if you can, don't mix liquors, don't mix I think like we did all the liquors I did <laughs> wine all the liquors and beer like oh yeah we did yeah because yeah, we had PBR I had wine to start my night so yep mm. and um so I got I don't oh no I think we did legit have like every primary liquor because or I did because it I had a gin cocktail and a glass of wine with dinner okay then when we got there it was tequila shots, but then I went in. When I went back in for my second drink, I got a vodka shot, oh. like a limoncello shot. Okay. Because <clears throat> he was making them for other girls, and he, like, slid one down to me, and I uh-huh. was like, okay. So, I yeah, gin, vodka, tequila, whiskey. whiskey. What are we missing? Rum. Oh, but I won't touch rum, yeah. so that couldn't have so happened no, but even you got on the accident. main four. Oh. <sighs> uh... Then we had to wake up. Yeah, I uh, on a Friday. <laughs> I I woke up and I was just like, oh no. <laughs> I felt like well, and here's the thing. I woke up to a text from you that said, "What was this night?" <laughs> <laughs> um, I woke up to a text from well, no, I was going to bed when I got a text from you that said, "I love you." Yeah, that happened. <laughs> So <laughs> I think I told everyone after midnight that I loved. Th- I think I told Lucy I loved her. I might have. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now that I think about it. And I definitely told Taylor I loved her. And <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Um. <laughs> but that I feel like is one of those things where it's like that night is so different than anything that's happened well not a normal night for us in general but also like think about the past year like i personally have not done that like i have not been like hopping from location to Mm -hmm. location just being like yeah let's go here let's check this out you know like let's do whatever and i feel like it was one of those things where it was just like yeah let's just you know like do whatever it's fine and it's so I, it played the whole night played out so differently than I had thought it was. I really thought it was going to just be this low key thing yep. where I was the responsible party, and it was a fun birthday thing. You were finally going to meet one of my other friends, and we were going to like mm-hmm. intermix circles and blah blah blah. 
I mean, and everyone got to know each other very well by the end of the night. I, I had been planning on dipping out after the comedy show and, like, not going to the- No, but I think you showed up on such a different level, and you were like, yeah, I'm in. You were, like, really into it, which I think weirdly, like, spurred me to be like, okay, this is my one shot to get you out uh-huh. and get you crazy. And, boy, and you did. Yeah. Uh, And then... All the suffering. I mean, I still don't feel 100%. Nope. Like... I'm physically unwell. uh, That thing, like, yesterday that was happening where it's like you lose your balance really easily. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like... You lean over and you're like, oh, I'm going to fall on my uh head if I keep leaning. Yeah. Yeah. There was that. And then we had decided... We had already planned... A pool day. A pool day for Friday afternoon now that I have summer Fridays. But also in our drunken stupor, we had invited the friend that I was with... (laughs) So they came to pool day, too. And they brought beer. We don't know (laughs) how they did that. (laughs) They were unaware of how weak we are Uh in our alcohol consumption. Uh We just drank all of the water and then just sat in the water. Mm -hmm. Kaylee took a nap at one point. (laughs) Juniper got swim lessons. It was great. I would say nap is a kind way to say what I was doing. I like couldn't, I just couldn't stand up anymore. Yeah. Even in the buoyancy of the water. (laughs) And I had to just go lay flat and bake. And I was 100%, I was 100% asleep because Juniper came up to me at one point. Yeah, no, I saw her do that. And I jumped. (laughs) (laughs) She poked you hard. And I was like, Juniper. And your whole body like seized up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm still feeling it. The, I mean, the irony is that we had been planning on making tonight like our like go out night like we were yeah, gonna go see a comedy show <laughs> we were gonna be like i was like i don't have work in the morning like we can you know like do whatever like let you know let's go out and now it's just kind of like huh maybe i'll have a drink at zany's maybe we'll yeah. see yeah it was oh well, are we going out for a drink beforehand? I don't know. I guess we can figure it out. We can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, normally we're drinking while we're recording. and She's got Gatorade. I've got water. <laughs> <laughs> this is 48 hours later. Yeah. Almost 48 yeah. hours later. Yeah. Because we're in our 30s mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And oof. I've never felt closer to 40 in my life. <laughs> Like, I am sore, and I don't know fully why. Like, like I threw my back out, I think, just yeah. by existing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I have a sleep debt because I maybe got two and a half, three hours of sleep. Because even though a I sleep didn't... sleep debt? I've never heard that before. Oh, yeah. Like, when you're just, like, you know, not getting the sleep that you need. Mm-hmm. And so that doesn't just go away. It keeps mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I did not get up at 6 a.m. to work, uh, like I had planned on, but I was up at 6 a.m. because like a lot of the times when I drink a lot, I just wake up like super early and I'm miserable and I can't go back to sleep. Mm. So I was just laying in bed being like, I did a lot of tossing and turn. Like, I think I like woke up at seven and then like woke up again at eight and then woke up again at nine, like just sort of like in and out all morning. So, we're going to a show tonight. I have a float scheduled for tomorrow. (laughs) Okay, yeah. When you texted me about that, I was like, a float? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you, like, and you talked about the isolation tank. Mm -hmm. There's nothing better. I am so curious. I've never done one. You just go into these tanks of total darkness and have, like, almost a zero gravity epsom salt float and it sucks all the toxins out of your body and also if you do it in pitch black and soundless there's different options like how you want your experience but typically if you go pitch black with no sound you get into a really trippy like Uh meditative like 
some people describe it as like going on like a trip, like <laughs> like a drug induced trip mm-hmm. without the drugs. And um, I do it a couple times a month. <laughs> okay, I like I've heard about that from like. But I feel like I just have a bunch of shit in my body, both like uh-huh. mentally and physically, that I just need to purge. Man, that sounds really great. Mhm. Mhm. All right. Yeah, that'll help. Yeah, I do the ninety-minute session, which is the longest one they Holy offer. Shit. Some of them are. You can do some places for like two hours, but. Well, I mean, I feel like that's like um, it sounds like you're very much being alone with your thoughts. Oh yeah, so you're that, alone. Yeah. I... Do you build up to ninety? Did you build up to ninety minutes, or did you start with that? No, I did because I'm a masochist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh. No, I've done it on and off for a few years, but recently it's been a more regular thing as my life uh, crumbles around me. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's, I mean, you just leave so relaxed. The buoyancy is just like, because you go in fully nude. Yeah. And you're in a tank. And uh, they have open ones too, but the one I go into, you like capsule yourself in. And if you have, like, any claustrophobia or whatever, you're going to struggle. But, uh-huh. like, people that talked about being afraid of, like, PET scans and MRIs and, cat, like, all the – I was like, I don't understand it. I, I legit relax in that, like, closed setting. And I sort of – I – it's hard to know because you, you kind of lose – you lose all track of time. You have no idea. Like, an hour can feel like five minutes. Or in the opposite way, mm-hmm. five minutes can feel like a lifetime just depending on where you're at. But I typically, it typically goes very fast for me. Okay. But you're just like, I feel like I fall asleep, but I don't even know. Like you just, do, like you're, <laughs> it's, it, it, because you have no gravity, that weightlessness plus like no other light or sound distractions or pollution as they say. Um, it just makes you like, I don't know. I recommend it. It's not for everyone. Like I used to try to get Matt to do it. He went once and lasted about 20 minutes and he like got out and he was like, I can't, I can't be in there. It's too much for, like, it was way too overwhelming for him. Mm -hmm. And in the opposite way, I was like, see ya. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I would probably struggle a little bit with the, uh, claustrophobia thing. Cause like I sometimes I can feel that way. Mm. So that's interesting. Yeah, I don't mind. Like, I don't like my face being covered, like, closely. Like, I don't understand people who can, like, sleep with a pillow over their face or a blanket Mm. over their face. But I like physically being confined a little bit. Yeah. And that's what it is. Like, I would fall asleep during my my PET scans because they take a while because they're, like, going down every inch of your body. And you've already been in this like relaxed state because they give you an injection so that things show up on the scan and that's like a 30 minute process and they usually give you like warm blankets it's just like this whole thing and i would just like zone out but i know for other people it's like incredibly terrifying Mm -hmm. Mm. so that's how i'm going to get all this shit out of my body tomorrow morning (laughs) yeah i i definitely had some help uh this morning um because i went for a run um, with uh, Megan, who I like typically run with, but we're trying something a little bit new right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't say it's new, but it's, uh, I guess, like going back to what we've done in the past, which um, I met her when we were both training for a half marathon and we like signed up for a run group at Fleet Feet and we were in the same pace group and like just became friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she like texted me a couple weeks ago and was like, hey, the East Nasty uh, like running group is doing a um, from potato to tomato 5K training plan because the um, tomato arts festival happens in August and they always do a 5K with oh, it in East Nashville. Yeah, I love tomato days. Yeah. And um, so she was kind of like, hey, like, do you want to do this? It's like interval training and working back up and like the... <laughs> Sorry, I had to get the last piece of bread. <laughs> uh, the whole purpose of it is like uh, that they kind of said we're like 
you know, a lot of people like quit running during the pandemic or you like got off track or like all of these things, like this is an easy way with accountability to kind of get back into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we went to that first one this morning and I was like kind of dreading it because like I hate, like running in the summer is a struggle Mm -hmm. here because it's Mm -hmm. so hot and so humid. And like I used to try and run before work at like 5.30 a.m. And when you go out at 5.30 a.m., and it's already 72 degrees, like you just, your will to live and run, at least if you're me, is just gone. Yeah. Um, And, uh, but it wasn't like too bad this morning. And there was also something so nice about like being with a group of people like that again. And like, it felt like everyone was pumped to be out there. Like the coaches for all the different pace groups were like, all right, like super engaged. And we're just like, they were talking about how happy they were to like be back in it. And it was just kind of like, oh, I like this structure of being like, all right, every Saturday there will be an early run. And like just having this consistency and working towards a goal, like working towards a race again, which I haven't had in so long is going to be really nice. So that yeah. like that felt like good newness and uh, a fresh take yeah. on running. Well, and it, yeah, and like it's also cuz I think sometimes like you know, in December of 2019, we had run uh, the Memphis half and it was like a pretty rough half marathon cuz our training hadn't been like super great for it. But like I could go out and run 7 miles without a problem. And now, like, I struggle to run one mile just because of, like, not staying consistent, not keeping up with my runs during the week, like, all of that stuff. And so it's just, like, yeah, let's get back to basics. Like, let's get back to why I liked this in the first place. So that was... I can't fathom running with a group of people. (laughs) Yeah. Because I think those groups would be, or, like, the plans would be really helpful. And I've used, like, apps and different plans for running to build up to that. And I always quit, for sure. But showing up to a running group sounds like the most horrifying thing I could think of. Oh, I completely agree. Like, initially, like, that's how I felt about it. Because, like, I I mean, I've talked about this before, I think. But, like, I got into running because I didn't want to go to a gym. And I was like, I want to do something where no one sees me and it's solo and, like, all of that. But then as I started like doing more miles, I really wanted to run a half marathon. Like that was my end goal. And it was kind of like that structure, like I needed that structure and that kind of like intentionally laid out plan with accountability to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And like there is something about like being in that group of people. And it's also not just like everyone runs and like you fall to the back of the pack. You pick your pace group that runs at a comfortable pace for you. So everyone running around you is running at a pace that's comfortable for you and so it feels really supportive and people are really encouraging run and then stop and then run. yeah that's literally what it was today it was like a five minute warm-up and then they were like all right we're doing um 60 minutes or (laughs) 60 seconds of Mm. uh running and 90 seconds of walking for eight times and that was the run oh i could do that yeah and they had pace groups from uh, I just picture showing up and everyone's like ready to go and there's nope. sweatbands on their foreheads and nope. just like you're like bye I'll just be back here dying. No, like and they have pace groups from like from a 9 minute mile to a 15 and a half minute mile. And so How do you know your pace though? Um just from running on your own. Yeah. So like I mean like Megan and I got in the 12 minute uh mile pace group. Um, Because we knew that was kind of like our comfort zone. And like today was really easy. And we were like, yeah, that's good because we're only going to be increasing. So like you want the first one. Yeah. And it's going to be hotter. Like, so do that. But like, no, everyone is, they tell, like, you don't have to think about it. They, the coaches of the pace group who are like, you know, keeping everyone on pace on track. Right. Tells you when to walk, when to run. um, And everyone's doing what you're doing. So are they like running amongst you? pacing everything for you yeah they're with us every every pace has uh ours had four coaches (laughs) how many people were there total um a ton of people showed up in our pace group there were like outside of the coaches i think there were like five of us oh that's Um, not that many but there were like i want to say like 75 to 100 people showed up oh something like that but like you break out into these small groups and like we all went different routes so we like passed a pace group going the opposite direction and we're like, hey, like 
that type of thing. But it's like you did that. You I waved didn't do and that. Said, hey, the coaches did that. We were all just like <laughs> and kept going. Because I can't really picture you just being hi. Like you just can't. Because you're not. What did I call her earlier? A friendly girl. Yeah, a nice girl. A nice I think. girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and it's like honestly, it's uh, it's free. So hmm. you should maybe think about it. But summer. <laughs> yeah. It's not. I was so wet Thursday night sitting in the evening after the sun went down. I was wearing a dress and I was like sweating at I was 11 in black p.m. black jeans. It was so many mistakes. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds fun. I mean, I guess. Hmm. Okay. I'll think about it. <laughs> Take it to the Lord. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm, like, I'm excited about getting back into that. And, like, that was one of the things I thought about in the pandemic was, like, when's the next time I'm going to stand at a start line surrounded by hundreds of people, like, ready to do this thing? Because that feeling is, like, super fun and exciting. And you're, like, all ready to, like, go out and run. I guess because you know you can finish. <laughs> Me thinking about doing that is like, that does not sound fun. <laughs> that sounds like hell. Yeah, but there's also like, you run faster in a race. Like, like you finish. Yeah, your endorphins are probably yeah. up a little bit. And like, people are cheering you on. Like, you're... Oh, I don't... Oh, that's a no for me. Oh, there would be like multiple signs for Kaylee that. just being like, you can do it. You can finish. Oh. But no, like, running the half marathon in Nashville is so fun because like, some neighborhoods like really turn out. And like have all of these signs. I would like, hate. No, you can't. You don't understand. The thought of that is every reason to, for me to never do it. Yeah, but like you're not running solo, and they're like, I don't care. I don't <laughs> want anyone looking at me running. That's why I go at night in the dark with the dog. Girl, I get you because that's where I started. But like applause and cowbells and signs, I would rather die of heart disease. <laughs> specific but okay i mean from being fat because i don't run that's why i went <laughs> oh, there okay all right <laughs> uh <laughs> that would be my preference of those two outcomes hmm. i don't know no i like do you like being cheered on no but you i you just said it was fun because the neighborhoods yeah, well, turn they're out. not cheering for me they're just cheering for runners in general like no, that's, that's a different so thing and there's also like so much to like see like i think one of my favorite like race signs what cars for <laughs> <laughs> all right well i'm you know i'm not gonna really try and change mine you do what's comfortable for you um i think it would be good but you know whatever probably probably be really good but i think it's that thing that you give me shit for a lot is like being in your own head too much about it Oh, me being in my head about yeah. running. I just feel it's a very unnecessary for anyone to woo at me or any passerbyer. <laughs> That's not a word, but. I mean, you can use it as a verb. I'm using it. A passerbyer. <laughs> oh, I was talking about woo, but yes. No, a woo. Passerbyer. Right. Wooing is a word. We have a whole category of those women downtown. Yes. All right. I don't think I'm so much in my head about it. I just find it an unnecessary exertion of energy. Okay. Not the running part, the cheering part. Okay. <laughs> uh, this bread was lovely. Thank you. It really was good. You should really take it home. All of it. I'm going to like leave some of it for you, though. No. I don't want this whole thing of bread. No, you need to take it home. Ugh. You're going to need it tomorrow after we rally tonight. Oh. Okay. And by rally, I mean maybe get through one drink. I was like, maybe have a cocktail. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, we'll see. Ugh. I do not want to taste tequila for the rest of the year. Like that's no that's tequila the flavor is that just keeps typically my out. hard no. And I was yeah. trying to be a supportive friend, and look where that got us. Mm-hmm. Well, that like that's even the thing. That was one of the worst hangovers I've had in a really long time. But like, I was not drunk. Like, it was just yeah, that comp. Yeah, it was, comp- like, like, over a long I I was more, like, a hangover I associate with, like, a pounding headache. Uh-huh. I had zero headache. Oh, I had that. I was, phys- like, stomach gurgling mm-hmm. ill. 
It no. just physically felt depleted. I felt like I ran a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> I had the pounding headache, but also the upset stomach. Mm. And it was just like, oh, I feel terrible. I can't I think. also started, you drank more and I started hydrating earlier. Like I was. And I was, you had dinner. I had dinner. Yeah, I had a lot of things working in my favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was like one of those things where I was like, at no point did I feel like sloppy or like out of it. It was just like, oh, it was a steady buzz. Yeah, it was kind of a good, I will say, yeah. it was a solid buzz all the way through the night because yeah. I never felt sloppy. Nope. But I was definitely like more open to things than I normally would have been. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, yeah, let's go to a club on a Thursday. That seems like <laughs> definitely in our personality. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But, oh. Thanks for listening, everyone. We're going to go see where this night takes us. Yeah. Um, like and subscribe. Rate and review. Maybe more of you have sent us reviews. I'm not going to pull them up right now. Mm-mm. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, and we'll probably next time we talk to you, we'll let you know how this night went. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> And uh, this episode was sponsored by water and Gatorade. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Thanks Um, for listening. Thanks for cooking this delightful. Hey, you're so welcome. Zucchini. I don't know. I I feel like I would call it a zucchini surprise, but that's usually a bad casserole. So just zucchini delight. Delight. I think that's a a true delight. Yeah. Made all of my taste bud senses happy. Mm, So good. All right. Well. Bye. Bye.